Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to Shravanam Diaries podcast. I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and we are continuing with the book called Teachings of Queen Kunti by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. So, chapter number 11, The Touch of Superior Energy. Manyetvam kalam ishanam anadinidhanam vibhum Samam charantam sarvatra bhutanam yan mitah kali My Lord, I consider your Lordship to be eternal time, the supreme controller, without beginning and end, the all-pervasive. In distributing your mercy, you are equal to everyone. The dissensions between living beings are due to social intercourse. The dissensions between living beings are due to social intercourse. Srimad Bhagavatam 1.8.28 Purport Kunti Devi knew that Krishna was neither her nephew nor an ordinary family member of her paternal house. She knew perfectly well that Krishna is the primeval Lord, who lives in everyone's heart as the Super-Soul, Paramatma. Another name of the Paramatma feature of the Lord is Kala, or Eternal Time. Eternal Time is the witness of all our actions, good and bad, and thus resultant reactions are destined by Him. It is no use saying that we do not know why we are suffering. We may forget the the misdeed for which we may suffer at this present moment. But we must remember that Paramatma is our constant companion, and therefore he knows everything, past, present and future. And because the Paramatma feature of Lord Krishna destines all actions and reactions, he is the supreme controller also. Without his sanction not a blade of grass can move. The living beings are given as much freedom as they deserve, and misuse of that freedom is the cause of suffering. Wow! Krishna. The devotees of the Lord do not misuse their freedom, and therefore they are the good sons of the Lord. Others who misuse freedom are put into miseries destined by the eternal Kala. The Kala offers the conditioned souls both happiness and miseries. It is all predestined by eternal time. As we have miseries uncalled for, so we may have happiness also without being asked, for they are all predestined by Kala. No one is therefore either an enemy or friend of the Lord. Neither enemy or friend of the Lord. 
Everyone is suffering and enjoying the result of his own destiny. This destiny is made by the living beings in course of social intercourse. Everyone here wants to lord it over the material nature. And thus, everyone creates his own destiny under the supervision of the Supreme Lord. He is all-pervading and therefore he can see everyone's activities. And because the Lord has no beginning or end, he is also known as the eternal time, Kala. What is explained herein by the devoted Kunti is exactly confirmed by the Lord himself in Bhagavad Gita 9.29. There the Lord says, Samoham sarva bhuteshu name dveshyosti napriyah yebhajanti tumam bhaktya maiteteshu chapyaham Quote, I envy no one, nor am I partial to anyone. I am equal to all. Mm -hmm. But one who renders service unto me in devotion is a friend, is in me, and I am also a friend to him." Unquote. God cannot be partial. Everyone is God's son. So how can God favor one son above another? That is not possible. But human beings discriminate. We write, in God we trust. But one who trusts in God must be equally kind and merciful toward all living entities. That is God consciousness. Krishna says, I have no enemies nor have I friends. The word dveshya means enemy. We are envious of our enemies and friendly toward our friends. But because Krishna is absolute, even when he appears to be inimical toward some demon, he is actually a friend. When Krishna kills a demon, the demon's demoniac activities are killed and he immediately becomes a saint and merges into the supreme person impersonal effulgence, the Brahma Jyoti. This is when Krishna personally kills. Personally. Mm. The Brahma Jyoti is one of the three features of the absolute truth. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Vadanti tattva vidas tattvam yaj gyanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti shabdhyate Srimad Bhagavatam 1.2.11 the Absolute Truth is one, but is perceived in three features, known as Brahman, Paramatma and Bhagavan. The original supreme, complete feature of the Absolute Truth is 
Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and his plenary representation is Paramatma, Kshirodakashai Vishnu, who is situated in everyone's heart. Ishvara Sarvabhutanam the third feature of the Absolute Truth is Brahman, the all-pervading, impersonal effulgence of the Absolute. The Absolute Truth is equal to everyone. But one will realize the Absolute according to the way one approaches Him. According to one's capacity for understanding, the Absolute Truth is revealed either as the impersonal Brahman, as the localized Paramatma, or ultimately as Bhagavan. To explain this by an example, we may sometimes see hills from our room, although we may not see them distinctly. In Los Angeles there are many hills, but when we see the hills from a distant place, they look like something cloudy. However, if we go further toward the hill, we shall find that there is something distinct, a hill. And if we go all the way to the hill itself, we shall find many people working there, many houses, streets, cars, and so many varied things. Similarly, when one wants to know the absolute truth by one's tiny brain and thinks, I shall conduct research to find the absolute truth, one will have a vague, impersonal idea. Then, if one goes further and becomes a meditator, one will find God situated within one's heart. Dhyana vastita tadgatena manasa pasyantiyam yoginah Yogis, real yogis, see the form of Vishnu within the heart by meditation. The devotees, however, meet the Supreme Person face to face, just as we meet face to face and speak face to face. The Supreme Personality of Godhead orders, supply me this, and the devotee directly serves the Lord by supplying what he wants. Thus, there are different realizations of the Absolute Truth. And although He is equal to everyone, it is up to us to understand Him according to our advancement. Therefore, Kunti says, Samam charantam sarvatra In distributing your mercy, you are equal to everyone. Hmm. The word charantam means moving. The Lord moves everywhere, within and without. And we simply have to make our vision clear so that we may see Him. 
By devotional service, we can purify our senses so that we may perceive the presence of God. Those who are less intelligent simply try to find God within. But those who are advanced in intelligence can see the Lord both within and without. The yogic system of meditation is actually meant for those who are less intelligent. One who practices meditation in yoga must control the senses. Yoga Indriya Samyamah. Our senses are very restless and by practicing the different asanas or sitting postures, one must control the mind and senses so that one can concentrate upon the form of Vishnu within the heart. This is the yoga system recommended for those who are too much absorbed in the bodily concept of life. However, because bhaktas, devotees, are more advanced, they do not need to undergo a separate process to control their senses. Rather, by engaging in devotional service, they are already controlling their senses. For example, if one is engaged in worshipping the deity, cleansing the temple, decorating the deity, cooking for the deity, and so on, one's senses are already engaged in the service of the Absolute Truth. So where is the chance of their being diverted? Bhakti, devotional service, simply means engaging our senses, Hrishika, in the service of the master of the senses, Hrishikesha. Now our senses are engaged in sense gratification. I am thinking that because I am body, I must satisfy my senses. In fact, however, this is a contaminated stage of life. When one comes to the understanding that he is not this body, but a spiritual soul, part and parcel of God, he knows that his spiritual senses should be engaged in the service of the Supreme Spiritual Being. Thus, one attains liberation, mukti. One attains liberation when one gives up the false idea that the body is the self, and when one resumes his actual position of service to the Lord. Muktir hitva nyatarupam svarupena vyavasthitih Bhagavatam 2.10.6 When we are conditioned, we give up our original constitutional position, which is described by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as being that of eternal service to Krishna. Jivera svarupahaya krishnera nityadasa But as soon as we employ ourselves in the service of the Lord, 
we are liberated immediately. There is no need to pass through some preliminary process. This very act of engaging one's senses in the service of the Lord is evidence that one is liberated. This liberation is open for everyone. Samam charantam. Haribo kunti devi ki jai. Samam charantam. So thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. In fact, you can check out our website shravanamdiaries.com and you can find this book and many other books right there. You can see the list of the episodes and in this way absorb in these beautiful books. So, thank you again for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.